the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. for checking into The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. I had perfect reasons for using the song Dark Clouds from The Pretty Bads as the opener for tonight's show. The obvious one being that Houston's The Pretty Bads are tonight's guest. The second reason came when I met with band members Kayla and Jordan. The sky was full of dark clouds. It poured during our talk, so it was nice that my camper was close by. (laughs) Since we weren't in the mood to do an impersonation of Gene Kelly doing Singing in the Rain, all of us jumped inside. We also had to listen to the noise of the rain pounding on the roof during our talk, and now you're going to have to put up with it too. (laughs) Anyway, 
The Pretty Bads have just released their debut album, Meet the Pretty Bads, and you'll be hearing quite a bit of it tonight. On this album, the band delivers a perfect retro punk style. And what could be more retro than roller skating? That's the name of our next song. Thunderstorm is coming in the background, but the antidote is here with the Pretty Bads. Thanks for coming for a talk. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. The Pretty Bads are the most talked about new band in the music scene, and everything I've seen is positive. Are you surprised by the attention? I'm always surprised by attention. (laughs) That's just my personality, I guess. (laughs) You have Jordan. Jordan, you're giving Kayla attention. I give her a lot of attention, yeah. Um, I try to attract a lot of attention. I think that's one of my gifts. Taking on the names of the pretty bads brings an obvious question up. Why be so self-effacing? Well, so the name the pretty bads actually comes from a song. There's some history in that. Mm-hmm. So there's a band called the Riverdales, and it's Ben Weasel from Screeching Weasel, okay. Danny Vapid from Screeching Weasel, and other adventures, I guess. <laughs> but anyways, they have a, a band called the Riverdales, and it's a quote from one of their songs, and I want to leave that a little bit of a mystery of to which song. So people Ooh. have to go find out which song yeah. we got our name from. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll add one more thing that our original drummer, mm-hmm. who uh, we we were trying to brainwash her by playing lots of Riverdales to her. <laughs> and then so she said, uh, why not this name? Yeah. And so it stuck. <laughs> well, something interesting about the band name is that the Houston press put the Pretty Bads on their list of Houston's 10 worst band names. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really, I've got to agree mm-hmm. because the sound of the Pretty Bads is actually pretty good. Have there been any regrets about choosing the name? 
honestly, you know, we don't we don't usually regret things. <laughs> yeah. I actually love it because uh, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So uh, it, we get a lot of talks, we get a lot of questions, <laughs> they, we get a lot of attention just from the name itself. So. <laughs> met a bio slime girl <laughs> it sounds like the pretty bats have on that girl's a monster coming up jordan and kayla speak about their retro style and deliver the song johnny something i find interesting about the pretty bats it's like you're coming from a different place in time did you intentionally want to give the band a retro sound yes um well to take this a little bit back to what our name is the pretty bads and to what our sound is something about like in the name itself it is like a like a um kind of a juxtaposition yeah it's it's uh, you got pretty and you pretty and bad and you put it together and you get the pretty bads and so same thing with our sound is like this retro thing but also like a new thing and you put it together and that's kind of our sound so it's kind of a dualism <laughs> <laughs> so then you haven't actually been put through a time warp no, but I, you know, and I think a lot of people that say this kind of thing a lot, but you feel like you were born in the wrong decade. We've always listened to music and loved music that is not current. Um, I couldn't tell you what's playing on the 
the radio currently right now, um, much to my daughter's dismay. But um, I don't know. Maybe that's just because I'm getting older. I don't know. But I mean, I always listened to um, like oldies when I was a kid, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of our influences are pretty much old. We like 90s punk rock and older punk rock, <laughs> 70s, 80s punk rock. Um, like when I was a kid, my family just listened to the Christian radio station there in Houston. But whenever we went on road trips and we got out of the area, it was oldies music that we listened to. So that And that... <laughs> finally i was like all right good music <laughs> and then and then of course a few years after that i found uh punk rock <laughs> yeah so so we got punk and then we got like girl groups of the 50s and we like you know a lot of elvis and buddy holly and and those really mm-hmm. like, and, and even listening to punk rock leads us back into that retro sound and stuff like that because you get like the ramones have a lot of influence from that you know uh they covered some you know Runettes and stuff like that so kind of led me down that history and that's kind of what that album is like it's like this history like we put a lot of our favorite stuff <laughs> into one spot <laughs> one two three five hope that johnny is alive you wouldn't dare go in there johnny
what I've been hearing, you know, really reminds me of bands like the Go-Go's, Blaster the Rocket Man, <laughs> Huntington's, and of course, another of my favorite, which mm-hmm. is the Deadlines. Mm-hmm. What about those particular bands? Have they played an influence on you? Ginormous. Huge <laughs> influence. Huge influence on me. So, um... Where do you start with where that? Where <laughs> start? A friend gave me like a Huntington CD and I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah, Huntington's, they, they have a lot of oldies type vibe to them. So that, but no, the Deadlines, they're just amazing. And I love the horror punk vibe from them. It's It was just like nothing I ever really heard before. Like I listened to the Misfits a little bit um, from friends and stuff like that. You uh, have to listen to the Misfits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen- it's required listening. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And it's good but the deadlines were so much better <laughs> and like just like this the songs were better the sound was better love the misfits but the deadlines did it way better but like when i went to go see the deadlines in i guess 99 or something like that they played with squad 50 somebody can look up to see if my facts are right is 99 or 2000 <laughs> something like that they uh i talked to the deadlines and they told me to listen to murder city devils <laughs> <laughs> so i got into that too so i've always liked this like horror sound and organs and and uh i even loved like the whole theme i like how they stuck with the theme and got all the lyrics and everything wrapped around this whole thing and they stuck with it and and that was really cool too how you could make a whole project it was like more, even more layers to the art i like that i think lot. vampires in love was one of the first songs that me and Jordan learned to play together. Are we all going to sing it together <laughs> in, in unison? Yeah. And then uh, Blasted the Rocket Boy, same thing with them, too. That was like I was at like a camp, and I had like a big officer negative patch on my back, and like there was another kid like a mile away and across a field, and he had an officer negative patch on his <laughs> back. And so we were just drawn to each other, and then and he introduced me to all his friends there. So I had a little crew to hang out with, but uh, they, you know, gave me this Blast of the Rocket Boy Burn CD, and it like totally was awesome. And I had it mm-hmm. for years. Who, whoever those kids were, I don't remember who they were. <laughs> they changed your life <laughs> But it was awesome. And uh, yes, and so I love the fact that they do have all that horror and sci-fi and stuff like that. Huge influence, but also the fact that they're so eclectic and they can go from like country to, you know, all these different influences. So retro influences with new metal But it's still their sound the entire time. They take all this stuff, blend it up and make it sound original. Mm-hmm. So, and the content's great. Gotta love you know, C.S. Lewis-themed albums and stuff like that uh, from the Space Trilogy, which yeah. is one of our favorites. So. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we kind of borrowed off that idea, spun off that idea in our song, Unman. Yeah, yeah. 
not remember new flowers grow but die in winter I always see the smoke but I wanna see the flames We're giving back our numbers and we're taking back our names Your face is seen but not remembered new flowers grow but die in winter I always see the smoke but I wanna see the flames We're giving back our numbers and we're taking back our names Your face is seen but not remembered new flowers grow but die in winter I always see the smoke but I wanna see the flames We're giving back our numbers and we're taking back our names So now the officer negative stuff has worn out and it's gone. Now you have your pink screeching weasel shirt on. How does it feel to be pretty in pink? Uh, I like it. Um, pink is all his idea. He's picked the color actually in our house too. Yeah. He's decorating it all in pink and white and black. Mm. Um, he's the designer. So I can so do videos. We have there. two daughters, but the pink is still all his, his idea. Because pink is the theme of the band. Yeah. We live the pretty bads day to day. <laughs> it's really cool. It stands out. Um, you, you know, you could say it's all a marketing thing, but, you know, whatever. It's uh, it's fun. It's a fun color. Uh, it really, to me, it, like, brings me back to that, like, 50s retro vibe. You know, pink Cadillacs. I always had a pink Cadillac. That kind of stuff. It looks so cool, you know? It's different than all the other. Everybody's stuff is black. <laughs> it's so, true. <laughs> it, it's pretty it's fun to stand out and you know it's poppy it's uh it is a very happy color yeah so color of bubble gum you gotta love it you know <laughs> pink sometimes gets a bad name but it, it's really just light red <laughs> okay off of colors and now we head into music you two went all out for your debut release meet the pretty bats 20 songs yes. 20 I mean, that's crazy. Wouldn't have just putting 10 songs on the album been enough? Lots of people have said that. Yeah. So also lots of people. <laughs> we never have... do what people tell us to do or say we should do. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> has a 10 song album. We just wanted to bring more value. You know, it's uh, <laughs> times are hard. <laughs> people are out there scraping their money together to buy an album. They should get a little more, a little extra. But uh, no, really what it is, is we've been playing these songs for uh about 10 years now 10, 11 years, and yeah. so we have all these songs um one thing like the pretty bads you do get when you come to a show or when whenever you hear us whenever you hear the cd we do have a wide range it's eclectic so without getting all the songs you really don't get the whole vibe of what we're doing and then also we wanted to get these songs down so we can kind of move on and make some new <laughs> make yeah some it's new our stuff. history it <laughs> really is our the history of more than just the band of our yeah. our lives together. Um, we had two kids during the time of writing these songs, and uh, so they're they're very much us in our lives. And yeah. so we wanted them recorded and put all together. And um, you know, the next album will will have 
you know, new writing for the next you know, history yeah. of our lives, I and, guess. Uh, <laughs> before 10 years. Before yes. 10 yeah. years. It'll be sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla Pretty Bad. I'm Jordan Pretty Bad. We are the Pretty Bads, and you're listening to The, the Antidote. Antidote. that horror punk Deadlines influence coming in on Werewolf. Looks like the uh, Pretty Bad Kids are also a big influence on the band. Listen in. Let's get into something really important. The Critics' Choice Award. Your girls pick which songs from the Pretty Bads as their favorites. Well, the ones that they sing. Joey, our oldest, she's she's our oldest daughter. She uh, actually just told me today... Why didn't you sing Not Wanted? She said, that's my favorite song. Not Wanted is one of our oldest songs, too. So, Joey's is Not Wanted. And um, Johnny would probably 
be Johnny just because she's too young to know what it's really about. And it's just her name <laughs> over and over and over. So She I also gets caught up singing That Girl's a Monster a lot. Yes. She sang Down by the Riverside with us at our last show yeah. in Houston. She was she got up on the mic and sang that whole one with us. So that was fun. And she her. was a baby when we were doing Werewolf. Mm-hmm. And so she basically was born singing Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bands come into the music scene with a mission. Like, they're making a statement. Is the statement of the Pretty Bads is that you want to party? <laughs> Do we want to party? <laughs> we're the least partying people in the world, probably. We party in our own way. We, like, we have dance parties with our kids in our house, you yeah. know, and... Uh, <laughs> but... We, um... So our theme song, I guess, is... It's Party Song. <laughs> so it used to be called Party Song, but you know there's like a hundred songs that are called Party Song. So we just changed it to our theme song, probably because the Aquabats have, have a theme, theme song. song. <laughs> theme songs are always cool. And we as a family are fans of them, so we just called it Theme Song. So do we party? We party, like I said, in our own <laughs> um, PG, super awesome dance parties in our living room way with kids, yeah. <laughs> with so, kids. Yeah. there's usually kids involved in our parties yeah <laughs> and the kids then wash in the front of you too yes <laughs> you've done well with your <laughs> training
I love that. It still sounds like the pretty bads do like to party, even that does mean dancing with their kids. That was a pair of songs from Meet the Pretty Bads, Dance All Night Long, and Theme Song. Next up, Jordan and Kayla speak about how faith comes into their music on the next part of our talk, and we'll hear My Molecules. You guys signed with Indivision Music for the release of Meet the Pretty Bads. The label is known for signing punk artists with a Christian message. Does faith come into the music that you're creating? Totally. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe not the parties theme song <laughs> well, <laughs> too much. I think <laughs> we could spin it if you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know for me because I write. I mean, I like writing uh, sad songs, love songs, um, and I think uh, a lot of the songs that I've written are full. I mean, it's it's basically like life is hard. Um, there's good times and there's bad times, but faith is always kind of like the backbone of that there's always a um a message of hope and and love and redemption um stories and everything and so it may not always be explicitly in the song but it i think every song i've written um it comes from truth of life that we've all experienced and kind of the mix of that yeah i was gonna say yeah we're definitely not the gospels but we're probably the psalms (laughs) 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 or or job or something (laughs) i don't know we'll be more explosive like with evil things yeah Um, evil things is totally about fighting the kicking demons butts and stuff like that powers (laughs) in the world and uh you know our fight's not against flesh and blood but against whatever being aware of evil in the world that's what unman is about definitely being aware and putting up a fight against it super strong dark clouds is waiting for dark clouds is very very um i'd say spiritual (laughs) we got werewolf is about you know our uh fleshly desires so fighting against that yeah and my molecules is um transfiguration and new life and all that uh so yeah yeah there's a bunch of it in there um yeah well there must be (laughs) there must be a bit of job coming into this because you do bring in serious stuff and some of them are really about relationships and it's the good and the bad yeah yeah and that goes you go back again to what we you know a big theme a common theme for the pretty bads is that like you know there's two sides fighting kind of a system uh so the juxtaposition <laughs> so yeah there is heavy depressions and there is high hopes and love yeah. uh, in all of our songs it's acknowledging heartbreak yeah. and it's acknowledging the struggle that we have here on earth while we're um waiting for our love the, yeah our savior to come back and things to get to get awesome and yes Besides just mm-hmm. the love of the fellow that's sitting beside you. Yes. <laughs> he loves me well.
I always like bands that can surprise me, and I was really surprised that the Pretty Bats did a cover of the old spiritual, and you mentioned that just a moment ago, down by the riverside. You made it punk. <laughs> How many people did you totally offend by recording that? <laughs> yeah, um, we don't know if they're offended. <laughs> they haven't told us yet. And nobody has <laughs> mentioned uh, their offense, and... I think Kayla already said we don't really care <laughs> if we offend anybody. Uh, I mean, we're not trying to, and I think that they could probably get over it. But <laughs> yeah. it was fun. Um, uh, we like to do church songs and stuff like that. We play music for the kids at church, so we do usually play uh, whatever kind of church songs and play them faster and louder <laughs> but we definitely are influenced a little bit by uh the insiders they had a the album scalaluya which i listened to a ton when i was growing up and uh it was awesome and i've always wanted to do a full album of gospels we got away with that one because it's old enough that it's in public domain um we'd like to do more we also seth idol and false idol they have a gospel album as well so so does elvis <laughs> a lot he, of them he yeah. has a gospel album. johnny cash yeah we love um old gospel songs and old hymns um are my favorite so yeah so the insiders now that's there we go you got future plans all set now you can just go Scott. Ah. <laughs> part two. They, they have Scalaluya two. We would have to do a Scalaluya three. <laughs> so, Joe, anytime. <laughs> we just need some horns to come horns. I'm gonna lay down my burden down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. Down by
Okay, the rain is pouring down on top of us. It's just nice because we're all safe and dry inside. Yes. But I really need to get a personal opinion. Is there one song from the Pity Beds that really sums up your band? Ooh, I don't think I've ever thought it, about Surprisingly, that. it's not the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that sums up our band. I know for me, personally, do I have to pick one? Hmm. <laughs> Man, <laughs> this is a very difficult question. I really have never thought about this. Um... Because I, I can pick so many that I'm... I, I'd say to. Evil Things. I think Evil Things has a bit... I, I know we didn't really say we had a mission or anything like that, but I guess that's the closest to it for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Fighting Evil by Night. <laughs> uh, in your pink costumes. In our pink yes. fighting costumes. So, yeah. <laughs> Evil Things for that. Also, um, in that one, you do have that mix. I think it's pretty good musically also sums us up. Like, it's a, it, it has a, lots of changes and surprises and stuff like that. So Yeah. It's got some oldie vibe maybe a little bit definitely punk so you're never supposed to agree with your husband so tell us your opinion and why he was wrong well i think okay it's it's i'm torn between two my molecules that's been a staple i think because it's one of the oldest songs well i might be (laughs) I, i might be a little biased too but evil things was the first song i ever wrote and My Molecules was the second song I yep. wrote ever yeah. when I was uh, 16 <laughs> or something. So. Yes, he loved, he loves those. But My Molecules, it is, you know, it's about, um, I think, progressing all the time. Yeah, personal and change. Personal change, which personal we're, we're huge advocates for, um, I think, in our life and our music. Um, it's okay to, uh, it's okay to not be happy where you're at, you know, to to keep trying to um, yeah, be a better you person. Yeah, you have to say that. You have to say, this is a problem. Yeah. Time to make a change. Time to make a change. Yeah. Um, so that's one. And then Pull Her Down is kind of on the same lines, you know. Um, and it's about people running away from their problems. And it's actually bringing them down. It's about facing fears and facing problems head on. And, and musically-wise, it's kind of full of all a bunch of stuff. It's a little abstract it goes a little way from our pop punk but it's um has, i think it's got some some in there too but yeah to say anything about like pull her down is probably the opposite the antithesis of my molecules it's like our message to other people probably like my molecules is personal and pull her down is like i don't <laughs> know the message personal development but also sharing that with other people she's a tear stained girl going place to place
two songs that define the Pretty Bads. Last up was Evil Things, before that, Pull Her Down. I was able to catch their set during the Audio Feed Festival. And if you want to show that's all about having fun, you have to see the Pretty Bads. The Antidote takes on a different format next week. I'll be joined in the studio by my good friend Shan Culkeen. Shane grew up with Christian music during the 90s. That was the era where artists were breaking out of the CCM box and putting out truly artistic music. I'll pick Shannon's brain about what artists influenced her as we look into a pair of mid-90s compilations called Artcore from Tooth & Nail Records. Okay, this is it. The Pretty Bads come back to answer my last question and bring along the song Not The One. See you again next time. Just a few minutes ago, you mentioned change and also mentioned about how this has been a 10-year cycle putting these songs together. So what kind of changes would we see in the future for the Pretty Bads? For me, um, at least uh, in, in my personal writing, it's the what happens when, you know, personal growth. I think confidence building, um, maybe some more positive I guess themes but I love sad songs so they're gonna be thrown in there too but I've been thinking about that um, how that's gonna sound um, having my my growth you know like the last 10 years I've I've learned to to be a mom and a wife and um, I just turned 30 so it's gonna be a different kind of writing but I'm, I'm very excited about it though and are you going to make your girls the backup singers for the band? I think I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get them on this time, but they didn't want to. <laughs> but yeah, definitely um, going to be more surprises. One cool thing is there's there's actually a few songs that didn't really make it on there, so there's still going to be some old yeah. on the next one, and then we'll just grow it from there, too. Yep. Well, Jordan, Kayla, thanks for coming for this talk, and <laughs> hopefully you keep drying your walk back in the rain. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to give us a ride back? No. <laughs> thanks so much for having us, yes, for sure. Yes, thank you, Dave. One, two, three, four! <laughs>